Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, it is the Red Men Originals podcast. Oh dear Lord. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about Liverpool Man City. We're going to talk about Liverpool Chelsea uh, on today's podcast. Uh, we are going to just get a general sense of the temperature of the room so you understand where we're all at right now. Um, Stay is a, a, a bundled up. He's hotter than the sun. Of rage right now. Yeah, don't really talk about it, but I've just had to have a big row on the phone with her. You know, it's like when you um, get worked on and, and houses and stuff like that, contractors and all that kind of stuff, not great. So, just it's all dealt with now, it's absolutely fine, but it's, it's difficult when you immediately have to have a bit of a kick off to thing. Talk about Liverpool losing football games. I've yeah, done that this morning, I've had the final words as well, so yeah, great, but I'm good, mate, I'm all right, thank you. Thank you for, for being concerned. As the, it got me thinking, just off topic, because we haven't done a random kick off question for a while. Of when was the last time you were forced to shout at someone over the phone or in you know in the in the general public? Someone who, yeah, who wasn't related to you because <laughs> I've, I've done that loads of times. I had what well, I'll leave because it was stuck in my head that someone phoned up a couple of weeks ago and told me that um, <clears throat> they were from Amazon and that, that we'd ordered a six hundred pound iPad and that blah 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 and I just immediately was like, no, I'm sorry. Who the fuck do you think you are? Ring it up and trying to scam. And I went down a hole. Is this what you're choosing to do with your life? Is this how you're choosing to live your life and earn your money by ripping off other people who aren't who aren't on it enough to be able to see that this is a scam? For absolute shame, it's a disgusting way to make <laughs> living on the hunger for me, <laughs> which made me feel loads better about myself. I very rarely do that because I very I very rarely answer cold calls, um, and more often if I do. If no one answers in that like half yeah, second gotta, yeah. gap, I immediately hang up because I know yeah. what I know what it is, which is slightly sly on the on the Scouse Amazon delivery driver who I did hang up on <laughs> on Saturday because <laughs> I, I, I answered and it went, "I am mate that I was already in the process." Gone. Oh no. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I'm not normally a big shouter, but I that, went shouting, mate. So it was yeah, it was yeah, nonsense. Trying to, yeah, long long story, but I, I was I was I was. I was on the phone for a while, I wasn't I? I was outside for like a good 40 minutes or so, trying to sort stuff out. Chloe, you, sh- you strike me as a shelter. No, I hate confrontation. Absolutely despise it. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm more of a peacemaker than I am to fume at someone. But like, Can you hold my call with this building? <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, if you do me head in, then sure. Last time I, I probably shouted at someone was... Some we were at a red light and we'd stop because there was four of the cars in front of us at a red light, and someone just went straight into the back of us. 
but felt like it was our fault, even though we were on a red light and there was three other cars stopped before us. And she was speaking to me, mum, like crap. And I just turned around and was like, I got off the car and I was fuming. I was like, we've got kids on the back and I went in on it. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're not here to rip. Like, it wasn't like she didn't do a lot of damage to the car. We weren't going to go and ask her for money. But it was the fact that she just, she was like, well, you know, you were stopped. You stopped fast. And we were like, what are you going on about? That's what a traffic light, when a traffic <laughs> light turns red, that's the what responsibility of cars in front of red lights. Um, I'm watching one get out. I've microphone. Oh, Steve. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, there you go. I'm back. I'm back in the room. Yeah, but that was probably, that was a while ago. I don't, I don't shout I'm so not much. shocked that your shouting moments come relate in relation to driving. I love being a passenger when Chloe's driving. She's brilliant. She's an aggressive driver. It's great. It's so fun. Chris, I know for a fact that you are a person who as I don't know whether you, whether you had the kind of test whether this is true so much anymore, but you are generally speaking a man who likes to not to give both barrels to people when it's due in a telephone or customer service style situation. Not customer service, certainly telephone. Like, I, but then I, I think I've mellowed over the years anyway, and I tend to just fume in my own little corner nowadays <laughs> um, rather than do it in people's faces and stuff. Um, I take the, that out the passive aggressive yeah, than someone else, like a normal person. The last the last one was probably a cold caller actually last week because I remember saying, you know, he was trying to upsell me something, and I was like, look, I, and you know the way they go, why have you turned that down? I'm like, my answer was because you cold called me, and then he tried to convince me that he didn't cold call me, and I was like, well, did you? Did you phone me? And he went, yeah. Did I? Was I expecting your phone call? No. Therefore, it's a cold call, mate. Winner. We've talked about the footy, haven't we? We've tried long enough there. To- yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have actually screamed at Liverpool's players. That's probably the most recent oh, and most yeah. relevant of, of all these things. We were quite a lot recently. I lost it. I'll transition for you, pause it for you. Um, the part on the game when we were on the counter-attack and Man City's players sprinted back. And we had Mo Salah and like Diogo Jota doing a slight jog. I lost it on the... I, I think I was fuming then. I was like, ah, that, that's unacceptable. And I must be like, I, I don't really get angry at the footy. I sometimes get like, I get like annoyed, but it's usually a, ah, but like I was like, I can't believe you're not even running. And I must have there was a time when I, I did, I think on the watch on, I, I think I maintained, I don't think I lost it. People might go back and watch it and tell me differently, but I was... That made me really angry. I was like, you know, people are investing their time and money and F and whatever, you know, people like Chloe. I know it's a long trip, but there's finances involved and you can't even be asked to run at the same speed as them or ability as them. I think that I think that moment there really wound a lot of people up and it definitely wound me up. It was it was more of a like I'm really angry at the beginning of the game if I don't see the effort and everything. But the more it goes on, the more I just want to sit in my seat and just like, like when the fourth goal went in, it was just like, yeah, yeah. I think that's where we've where we've kind of got is under Jürgen, we've risen and like physically, not just metaphorically, because like people stand at the foot at the footy now, and obviously always have done it ways. But on the cop, you stand for all every game. Doesn't matter who you're playing. Whereas it used to be three times a season you'd maybe get away with standing for the vast majority of the game now it's it's accepted you go in and you do it and more and more it's just people just going and sitting down because there's nothing to be excited about and that's where I'm at me and Chris had a brief chat about this before I wasn't angry at the weekend I because I was like I was quite I I, I really enjoyed the first half I, I just thought it was a great game of football and 
And then the second half, I thought, we were, okay, we're in good shape here. And it got to that point of, like, with an hour gone. And, you know, I was in the fortunate situation when I was just watching it at home, which obviously doesn't happen very often, but... I, that's the closest I've come to just getting up and getting on with me day and going and, and being. We always used to joke about the fellas who get dragged to garden centres on a Saturday and look at what. Oh, I can't imagine being one of them. That was the first time I've in in the last seven years that I've wanted to be a fella who gets dragged to garden centre on a Saturday instead of watching the footy. And I was just thinking, like, I, I could be doing better things. I can do things that put a bit of joy into my life instead of doing this. There's half an hour here where I could, and I didn't. I stuck it out and I watched the whole thing. Um, but I wasn't angry and I wasn't like sad. I just kind of shrugged my shoulders and got on with my weekend. And that's an indictment of where we're at. Is it doesn't even ask me anymore. I just I'm accepting that that we're this is this is how kind of crap we are. And it's mad to say that because you can go and get beat at the at the Etihad. I mean, I've done we haven't won there since 2015 in the league. So it's not like how any one of us should have been expecting us to win, but to just be to the way in which it happened again. Just like yeah, but we were. I, I I was angry. I was angry all night. I think Sunday I managed to to get rid of it. But it was for me. It was exactly what Steve was talking about before. It's just a lack of effort. Like I can accept they're better than us. They're, they're better than us yeah. this season. They've been better than us all this season. They've been better at us for most of the last five years, as proved by league tables and stuff. But to not be able to put the effort in, I think that's unacceptable. To be honest with you. And, like the money side of things doesn't really come in for me yeah. too much because I, I don't think it really matters. And I, I hate it when people say like, well, he's on a hundred grand a week. That shouldn't matter. You should have your own get up and go. Shouldn't matter whether you paid a fiver or you paid a hundred thousand. That's you. You clock wants players who are going to play for the club, who are going to play for the shirt and the money side of things shouldn't make any odds to them. And I don't think it does, but like they gave up. And that's not good enough for me. If if at any Liverpool player wearing a Liverpool shirt, did the manager not give up as well? Because Andy made this. Like, yeah. I, hate going, I hate going over old shows. So apologies if anyone who watched the fan away. But like, the manager give up. You don't bring that's them, them subs. Are you giving up? And that's an indictment. And it, at the time, I didn't realise this, and I've had a think since Chris. We quite. I was quite applauding the, the tactical setup from Liverpool because it's trying to stop Manchester City. But that's an indictment on where Liverpool are as well. Because in the past, Liverpool have just been able to go, we're going toe-to-toe with you and the best man wins. This time, I think Jürgen's realised we're not, we're, not, we're not good enough to do it. But also, have we got have we got it in us to really... Are, are we up for the battle to go, go to Man City and just go head-to-head with them? Not only physically, but mentally as well. And I think... I think the subs are an indictment of where Liverpool are. Because in, I, I can tell you now... And I, I don't disagree in per se with Jürgen doing it because Chelsea, there's a big game to play tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. So I can understand his logic. But I think if he'd have thought those lads have got it in them to fight, he wouldn't have done that. I think I, I think he's accepted as well. These, these, we haven't got this in us. I don't think he makes four at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but I agree. I think they, they, at that point they've gone, this is lost. We, it's Chelsea, and and, it, and he's right. Chelsea's well more important, immediately becomes well more important than that game because you now can't afford to lose to Chelsea given that and, and of course we know well, their yeah, circumstances yeah. have changed a bit and we'll talk about that in part two but um, it was and that's a bit it's, a, it's an odd feeling to be at the Etihad and basically throwing in the towel and saying now nah, we're, do- we're, we're done with this game There's no, we don't feel we can get back into it which is probably a little bit unfair on Darwin Nunes and Roberto Firmino and Ox. Yeah, Tim Cash and Ox yeah maybe. I think it is, it's, it's just looking after leg I, I completely understand the situation but I think that's not so much Jürgen because I think it's him knowing that these lads aren't up for it because he would never do that 
he would all. He'd... That, that's where I was sort of at when you yeah. said then is that Jurgen not throwing the towel in? I'm thinking no, it's not Jurgen throwing the towel I in. Think it's an he can he, he can accept that eleven lads on the field have thrown the towel in. That's what, yeah, and sorry, he's yeah, taking yeah, four yeah. of them off. That's, that's not him throwing the towel in. So I, I think it's See, a... I thought it was the other way. I thought it was those like all those lads that took, got took off are going to start against Chelsea. I think. Yeah, I agree with that. So it was yeah. It's it's more. Yeah, it, 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 it's prote- yeah. It's a bit yeah. of both because yeah. in ha- put it on me in ha- usually he wouldn't care what's coming on Tuesday. He would just be like, "We're we'll trying to get on this game." Whether it's an acceptance of they haven't got the, the mentality or the quality or the legs to do it. Either way, I think that's an indictment where you you know it's only, it was three one, wasn't it? Like I've never seen Liverpool just gibber off after two goals needed to go. I don't think that I've very rarely ever seen that. You know, it happened a little bit in the burn about the other day, but they were chasing three against Real Madrid in fifteen minutes at that point. Yeah. I, I the thing is, though, that. I suppose, like, surely, you if you're chasing two goals, you will, you would bring Darwin Nunes and Roberto Firmino on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't take Mo Salah off. Yeah. And I don't know. But again... And, he and, doesn't take Mo Salah off normally in those situations. And also, with, with all due respect to Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, that is just... You're not trying to win the game by bringing Ox on for Salah. What you're saying is we're saving Mo Salah's legs. If it was, you know, if it was Nunes, Firmino, Salah, then you can kind of... Because you get it, Jota's probably hasn't played enough. Etc. Etc. But yeah, listen, that's a mute point in the grand scheme of things. The, the fact was the game was lost between half time and what forty six. For, well, <laughs> honestly, Susan yeah, Gogo, the, the what I for the majority of the season have turned around and said the players don't have the legs and them. You know, I've, I've blamed it on a lot of things, a lot of problems all coming together. But now I just don't even think that it's due to let. I just. I can't look at you as not putting in the effort and, and start blaming it and on like yet you've been running to the ground for the past five years. I, I get that. But if you you can't fall off a cliff like Liverpool. I've never seen a football team fall off a cliff as much as Liverpool have. I can understand maybe for Chelsea. being <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a bigger fall off than them. Uh, I, I I can understand if you said, oh, Fabinho and Trent are struggling. Okay, well, they've been probably the most overused two players in that entire thing because he was our main DM and we didn't have cover for him. And Trent, we've had absolutely no cover for him aside from potentially playing Milner and Joe Gomez there at the time. So I could understand two players, an entire team falling off a cliff and I can't keep blaming it on other things. At some point, you've got to look at yourselves and think, how how are we absolutely... Like, we're robbing everyone who's watching this game because... We go and we don't keep up the pace, the intensity, our mentality. To concede once again within the first minute of a whistle being kicked is horrific. To then absolutely collapse and crumble like we did. I just, the first half, you just, you felt, okay, we're not the better team. They've had a lot of the ball, but us on the counter, they're scared. You can see it. We've nearly got that. We got the goal from it. We arguably could have had a red card. Um, But once again, I'm blaming the players. Well, we've said it before, it's the psychologically weak. And, I've, and that's what's so unfamiliar about it because it, there's two moments and I what sliding doors in football matches. Rodri should probably be sent off. 100%. Not even probably, definitely. And and Salah fluffing his lines on that counter-attack. Yeah. And it's because like, cause everything about that was that... I, I watching it's that 2-0, 10 men in it or whatever. And... and like Harvey Elliott's ball through to Salad is perfection, and all of, and it's we're on the verge of everything being vindicated. Harvey Elliott starting against Manchester City in midfield, and his vision and creativity sends Salad away, and Salad either slides in and slams it home, or plays Jota, and all of a sudden we're, we're we're in dreamland and we're very much in control of the game. To 
we concede within a couple of minutes, is it? Of the, of, a minute. Of, of, of minute, yeah. The, of, lad who blocks, the lad who blocks it is setting a goal up within a minute. It's, yeah, and, the, and, and, and it's weird because even I still win in half time. It's okay, it's fine. Just do the same again. Just go again because it hasn't changed, the, hasn't changed the results. You know, there's still a lot of football to be played. But you're right, the second goal absolutely finishes off. And even that's one of those weird moments, isn't it? Because is it Kevin De Bruyne in the middle who's I'm absolutely miles offside? Now, he's, he's what is he like two meters into their half, and our defense is all is absolutely all over the place and all that. But it's one of those weird moments that go that, 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 that because of the way the rules are laid out, it goes in their favor, of course. But again, once we've faced adversity, there's no one in that team. And it, I know everyone's banged the people banging the genie one album drum, and, and I've heard the Mane one, but the Mane one's the big one for me. Is that you have a but there's not enough players on that pitch who are like, it's all right, just give me it, and we'll go and take this, we'll go and take this game to them. Don't worry, it's not lost because there's minutes on the clock. We're gonna go make gonna go make things happen. There's a weird split in our squad now where you've got a bunch of really quite exciting, vibrant, younger players, new players who haven't, who aren't wrecked and aren't jaded by the, the, you know, all the chase. But you've got a bunch of our, our best players are, and they are, they're not, what, no, what we've done in the past is we've brought young blood in and it's driven the older lads up a level because they've had to fight for it and they've really, and they've really doubled down. And that, again, maybe it goes back to fatigue and injuries and all that kind of stuff is that, they haven't done that this season. The established first team players haven't been like boosted by the in, by the influx of new talent, and that's an oversimplification. But that was that was this game in a, in a nutshell for me. Is like so Cody Gakpo looked look, once again having a good game. Thought Elliot looked 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 good, and and, and probably Jota's best game of the, since 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 his injury. But then Van Dijk has a stinker. Robertson was Robertson absolutely has a stinker. awful. Trent has a stinker. You know, could be no Henderson with yeah. miles off it, and the, it's 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 a weird one because I get the transfer thing. Because by the way, this is Liverpool. You get out what you put in. This is Liverpool. They're getting out of not investing in the midfield. We can we can say that, but there's also a flip side of the lads who are on the pitch. Yeah, I I completely agree that Liverpool needed to sign players, and he didn't. But that doesn't like not having a midfield doesn't account for some of the other things. You know I mean, like a, like Chris before a pride in your own personal performance. So. It, it shouldn't matter to Andy Robbo who's playing in front. Like it's what you've got a level, or you know what I mean. Does that make sense? So it it helps having players. Don't get me wrong. If the midfield struggling, it doesn't it doesn't help. I, I wonder if, if, if Shimakas hadn't got injured in the internationals, whether he'd have just started this game because Robbo's done it. You know what I mean? As an example of that, though, that's Maybe, yeah. and that goes back to that thing of there's too many lads been asked to go too many times, and yeah. they're all and it, Virgil Van Dijk, Andy Robertson, Jordan Henderson, the Fabinho are like and and Trent actually are all the ones totally struggling for it, and there's no one, no one pulling up trees for their for their position, and there was Stefan Bacetic was doing it, and now he's up, now he's up for the On season. The Trent, one Paulo, I Trent is doing one. I don't think it's physical because I think Trent is more a quality than mental thing. Like, Trent was the one legging the goalie down. And then turn around and I'm, I'm moaning as mates like, wait, what was that? Mm-hmm. And by the way, that was after the subs had come on. Yeah. So that that that's an indictment as well. That even the subs might maybe didn't have belief in it. But there's a, just a, it's 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 a bit like the Real Madrid game in that we, we were we were able to hang with them. Just we were better against Madrid. Don't get me wrong. Like we hung with Man City for a half, but we was hanging with them. They were the better team. And then in the second half they pulled away. It's, you know, it was a bit like two race cars in the Formula One. They start level, and you might get there, but over the course of the laps. He gets further and further, and you've got no chance of catching him because they just got a better car. But and that's what that's what ultimately it was. And in the end, 
they had better players than us. They were fit than us. They looked like they wanted it more. They did want it more. All, and all that comes into play. And and that and is they, well, there's they're a team. They're a team in the European Cup still trying play, to chase a week. Play, to, to, playing to, for a double, and we're a team. Treble, mate. They're on for the well, double. Yeah, playing for playing for what? Yeah, you know, and again, they should, it should be should, top four should be enough. They're, they're meant to be top quality players. They shouldn't need extra motivation. But that's what it looked like. We just look like one of those bang average. We look what we are, and that's what we've been all season. An eighth team in the league who've gone City and, and had the bellies tickled. And you can get, I, I've I've seen better Liverpool teams get battered by Man City, and that can happen. But I don't think any of us have ever sat here and gone, we didn't really give it our best. We just got outdone by, you know, often Kevin De Bruyne is just magic. Or Sergio Aguero's popped up and done what he does, or you know, Silver or Mares or Foden or whatever, and you think, you know what, they're boss sound. I've, I don't think we've ever sat here and gone, the lads weren't asked or they weren't up for the fight. They might, might, might not have been good enough, or technically City were better than them. It's it's pretty grim that you can sit here now because you're right. You can lose at the Etihad. We might lose at the Etihad for the next five seasons. That could just happen because that's we, we we don't win there at the minute. But we literally haven't won in yeah. the league there since Klopp's first, se- first it's, season. It's just really tough to take when it looks like they can't be asked. Yeah, and I hope that isn't the case. But it looked it, it looked that that, that it's the, not the, the first moments. time I've yeah. sat here questioning. It's quite a lot this actually. season either as well. That's a that's a worrying trend, isn't it? You know, I mean, I, I'm just going back to something Chloe was sort of pulling the thread off before. Like I have to believe for my own sanity that we're in midfield away. Yeah, I have to. I have to. And I, and I do as well, so by right. the way, because I look at those lads and I look at the five lads, including the goalkeeper at the back, and I look at the five forwards that we've got, and they are good enough on paper to be able to achieve what we want to achieve season in, season out. So I have to look at it that the, the midfield is the problem and everything else slips into place. And I, I get that people are like don't want to just think that anymore, but like I can't live in this world where Liverpool need 10 signings yeah. to challenge again. I just can't. Mentally, I can't live there. Like. Also, Chris, <laughs> if, if, if he trusted his midfield, if he, had, if he had a midfield that he could trust, then we'd have just been 4 3 3. Jürgen's told you with his team selection that he doesn't, that it's the midfield. Because he's had to try and protect Henderson and Fabinho, and he was absolutely right to. If we'd have went and played four three three, they just ran through the lines all day. Real Madrid showed it in the second half. They just picked up the pocket of space and they exploited the sides who, you know, our best midfield Henderson and Fabinho, one album or whatever, has sometimes been given the run around by Man City. Fabinho, you could tell in the first five minutes, he's off it because he's late. They are two late challenges, and that isn't him like. That isn't him doing the Rodri cynical foul. He's just late to two tackles, and that's within five minutes. And that kind of shows you there's a drop off. There has been a physical drop off. So Jürgen, by playing that four two three one, he's he's told you everything you need to know. I mean, midfield isn't good enough. I can't do what I want to do. He wants to play four three three. We all know it. That's his system. It's what he wants to do. He he knows he hasn't got the players now, and I, I get it. There's injuries, but if you think about it, Thiago in the midfield we bought really. Um, the rest of the, we've had a couple of kids come through, which is a bonus if you get them. No one expects a Stefan Bacetic. You can can't sit on the and go, you know, I knew Stefan Bacetic was going to be first choice. And the rest, so it, this is, it's, I don't know, is it like, you're getting out what you put in. We put in not into midfield, so getting on out of it now, you can't, this isn't a surprise. It's just that. Well, for more, not even that. And you're right. I mean, this is part of the same argument, isn't it? But the point, the, the fact that, Oxley Chamberlain's coming onto the pitch. Yeah, we ended and, the game with Milner as well. Milner, Ox, and Hendo on the pitch yeah, yeah. in 2023. And exactly, and Cater's Cater injured again. You know, and again, Thiago's injured again. It's yeah, the same. For, it's yeah, the, we're playing exactly. the hits. Yeah, yeah. they're playing the hits. You know, the lad who's always injured is always injured. Well, Shahala, both of them, and I love Thiago, but the injury records are concerned. Yeah, and we're, we're rocking out James Milner and Jordan Henderson for Fabinho again. I can't blame that. I can't blame Fabinho and Henderson for being a yard off it. 
they've been ran into the I think this is a fatigue and a legs thing. The worry is, I think, and I'm I'm starting to see it more like Chris is. I think Chris and apologies if I'm wrong. You think Fabinho might be done? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was just a fatigue thing, but I think I think he might be done. Yeah. And if that's the case, Liverpool might need like three or four midfielders going forward. And that's a that's where that's where hopefully you can see the positives at the other end of it. Like if we just fix that, it might all work again. My over I'll tell you where my overall fear is with this is we've never really in our lifetimes of in Liverpool we've never really we've never been to the top so it was a, it was a boss experience and it was like okay I can relate I can now relate to loads of the stories I was told but I forever have this niggle and doubt in the back of my mind whenever we've hit a wall that that'll be it that's it and that's it done now historically under Klopp we've bounced back even better the, the season after so it exists very much in possibility with a couple of the rights a couple more a few at least or more signings in the summer we can reboot and, go and refresh and have a summer off and all the lads can, they can put that to bed. It's a year on from the quadruple, you get a summer off, they're going to do pre-season, in a, you know, they're going to dig the heels in and do pre-season exactly how they want. Because let's be honest, it's it becomes Klopp's last hurrah, if not, ultimately because if he, if he gets everything his own way this summer and gets the players that he wants this summer and we have another season like this, then he will, then he will be done. You know, And that's just because that's the way, that's the way football is. But my my biggest fear on all this is that having been to the top, I I'm my I'm concerned there's a just a degree of magic that we had along the way, and I don't know whether how we whether we can rekindle that because right now, I I want to live in that world that you're saying, Chris, where three the three of the right players we buy five, but three of the really the right ones that we that we want will be enough, but. At the moment, it's so concerning across the board, isn't it? You know, again, we're talking about Robertson. All of a sudden, looks like he's coming toward the end of his his his, his, his top level useful life cycle. Van Dijk starting to creak for the first time since since we've had him. We're needing to reboot the defensive partnership. Canate looks like he's definitely potentially at the level, but that's one. Trent's Matip's probably on is going to be on his way. Gomez, who knows? We 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 did a big debate on Gomez last week. Trent, Trent needs something. I don't know what that is. Does he need to not be right back anymore? Does he need a really competitive right back alongside him? Does he, do we need a defensive right back to just do horses for courses with him? I don't know. Thiago, Henderson, Fabinho, all of those issues. Mohamed Salah is our biggest, most prized asset, but there's a there's going to come a slide and a moment where you can decide whether to cash in on him or not, etc., etc. And I'm terrified of that world where this might not be a a snapback thing. There might be loads more. To be done because and, and we've lived because we've lived years of that of you think you're two players away and you get the two players but in doing that it's like painting the Golden Gate Bridge by the time you've painted it the other end needs doing again and that's my that's what is that's why I'm just switching off to it because it's it's that's a, herein lies the path to madness I'm well aware but I'm terrified of us yeah just no I, I can do. appreciate that 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 viewpoint I, I really can and I think the, look the evolution of Liverpool started and it, it, we're halfway through it. Like the forward line is being revamped. Like, and we've not actually seen what the forward line looks like when they're all fit, because we've not seen Louis Diaz at all this season with Gakpo in the side. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's something where I can look at that and go, those five players: Gakpo, Jota, Salah, Nunes, um, Diaz. They're good enough. They're absolutely of the level. Now, will they have that sort of magic that the front three had? There's the question yeah. that you're asking, and I hope that they do. The back four. I'm probably less concerned about Robbo because I think that is just a 
he got in Klopp got himself into a situation where he asked the players best team every single week and he's overused Robertson that's his fault yeah. I think and I also think that in, in Timacast we do have a left back that's good enough Trent Alexander-Arnold's a big one I can see I can completely see that um, but there is a way for us to do it my biggest concern over it all is what's Klopp going to do next is he going to go the Thiago style midfield is he going to reverse back to the Wijnaldum style midfield? Look, who are being linked with? And, and that's the that's the big question mark, isn't it? And we are being linked with your Mason Mounts and stuff Connor like Gallagher, that. Connor Gallagher, these run. these aren't lads who are probably like Genie Wijnaldum in, in a way, but they are lads who are very attacking, but they do like to run and stuff. And the other big thing I've got my big question mark is not around the players; it is around what tactics we're going to play because we've seen tactics evolve throughout the years. You know, Jose Mourinho comes into the league when it's all four four two, and he plays four two three one, and all of a sudden he gets a leg up on everybody else. And then we've been able to get the four three three working, and the four two three one becomes kind of redundant unless you're a counter attacking side or you're a good side, but you're not a great side. So you need to play that extra body in the middle. And then now all of a sudden you see in the Arsenal's and the Manchester Cities take that four three three, evolve it slightly, so they end up with four midfielders and overload in the middle of the park, and you just can't get anywhere near it. It's what's next because Klopp can't just copy what Arsenal and Manchester City are doing. You're too he, late. If you're you too late. Yeah. You need to be the next one, the next evolution. So take that formation back, which I think what Klopp, uh, what Guardiola and Arteta are doing, I think Hungary were doing in the 50s and the 60s. What's the fucking formation that killed it in the 50s and 60s? <laughs> yeah. Like, and then, because it all is, it's just all recycling of, of stuff, isn't it? Yeah. So you never know. But I think Klopp might have to move on from the 4 3 3. And, Klopp, and and that's how Liverpool get good. The again. biggest concern is if we do go back, as I know, again, everyone's going, we need another one album, we need one album, blah, blah, blah. If we go back, it, it, we're kind of doing this way we're suffering, I think, at the moment, is we've had to go back to basics a bit. And the problem is, is that. There's, there's tons of evidence of watching and, and we're not even doing a very good impression of back to basics Liverpool because we don't have the, the right we don't have the right place for any type of midfield at the moment we don't have a progressive midfield and we don't have a, a, an ultra robust physical work hard sort of midfield I, I, I hope that's the case I hope there's a next natural evolution of it because my concern is that we do try to go back to let's have a combative midfield and in doing so you end up you, you just play you play again you're playing the hits you're doing a crap you're a crap covers band of your best self um, or you're doing karaoke of yeah. your karaoke of your hits the, the key is if, if sorry Steve the key is how do you get to Alexander-Arnold assisting yeah that's that, if you think he's of a level that's what your main problem is yeah because this season we've not done that and I, yeah, I, we have managed to do that while Thiago's in the side but it was much easier when Van Alden was in the side, mm. you know, and and that's that's the thing. If you're going to get Trent Alexander Arnold playing footy, how we how, how we best set up to do that? Also, Chloe, you you were, you know, I don't know if you agree with me on this one, but like it's dead hard to maintain levels. Other than City, who's been constantly at the top the last six years, you know, since Leicester won the league, we had a bit of Leicester and Tottenham up there, and then they kind of fell away, and then it was Liverpool and City for a bit, and then it looks like we fell away, and then we come back, and then it's only been City. It was Chelsea, and look at they fell away. You know, it's, it's, it's team with the most money always stays. It, and it's only really been Man City, and that's why I, I don't know about you. I've got confidence that it can be fixed because, listen, Arsenal might win the league. The city might. It means it doesn't mean they're gonna, they they could fall away next season. Things in this cycle. It's only really been City who've been the constant. So I don't know. I'm trying to cheer you because I see you've got a bit of a face on club. Like, <laughs> I, I think it, I think it could be easily fixed because I think everyone else has ebbed and flowed. That City are the constant, and it's not a surprise the constant because the team they've got and the manager they've got and the investment they've had. But I think 
I'm I'm more like with Chris's, I think, than hopefully what Paul was thinking today. Yeah, like I think with the right three to four signings, I don't, which is what Arsenal kind of did in the summer. I think it, I think it's you can just get back up there like that. I don't. Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh-oh. The sign means close my I've seen a woman sigh at me like that before. Yeah. I'm about to get. Normally she's lying on her back. Oh no, Ooh. we've gone too far. I'm, like the, I'm usually getting double barrels. <laughs> Move on. Um, I've seen us do it once before, which was obviously last season when I kind of I was a little bit worried about us in the COVID season in terms of. But there was more things you could blame it on in terms of like it was just a horrific time for everyone. We came back and we were we were pretty boss after that. We somehow managed to it, that that season wasn't as worse as this season for me in terms of football. I mean, we had to win ten on the bounce. I think it was towards the end to, to get into the top four. I do not see this team winning two on the bounce. Never mind ten. Mm. So I do not see us getting top four. For me, that's a massive thing yeah. because. Even with four players, if I'm asking the same group of lads to go week in, week out again, twice a week, and it's Europa League, look, Europa League, you still want to win it if you're in it, but for them to go twice a week again, I'd, you know, for me, I'd rather focus on getting into the top four again or potentially winning the league. But I, I, I have this fear that, for whatever reason, we're, I, I still go into the games hoping because in the back of my mind, there's, there's, there's myself going it's Fabinho one of the best DMs I've ever seen play he, he transferred we, we lost the Champions League we got him in and we were unbelievable you know that I'm still looking at the team and it's a shell of what we used to be but in your mind you go back to everything they've won and I've just realised that time cycles come to an end and you've just got to let it go and sadly I do think the cycle might have came to an end does that mean we can't start a new cycle no absolutely we, we can obviously do that and I hope we do the manager said but, that as well didn't he because he said the reason he signed the contract was that yeah. he said I wanted to be the man to do the rebuild which is positive because well he knew it was coming and, well, and also <laughs> if he never he could just chip it off. Uh, you but, know what I mean like, he, he's, he's well aware that he, that he, he's, he knew that this was happening so that's a, I suppose like he's and he, he, his press conference before City gave me a bit of hope. You know, we've had the all I've done in the last two weeks is look at signings and stuff because I'm, there's nothing else for me to do. I didn't know what players I was going to have. So I suppose, like, if you're looking for little like little hints of encouragement, they know what he knows what they need. He's up for it because listen, mate, there was a time a couple of years ago, Jordan Covey, I thought yeah. he might just jib this. He's had, I think he had a, he had a personal loss with his mum and stuff, and I was thinking he might just swerve this off. It looks like he's up for the yeah, fight. Yeah, that was because there was a WhatsApp doing the rounds. If there's a WhatsApp did the rounds today, we might all we might all be inclined to believe. Sam <laughs> Walker, every time Sam Walker texts me with a forward message, <laughs> yeah, the, the sex fuck, noises yeah. or it's, sex a, it's, a, it's a scout <laughs> rumor. The 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 thing I think is we, we mentioned three to four signings. I I don't know whether I look at Virgil Van Dijk and I think to myself, three years time, he's not my number one centre back. God, I was giving me shit two weeks ago when I said that. We'll cross that bridge. was giving me shit two weeks ago when I said you don't build a team around Virgil Van Dijk no more. No, I agree, you don't. He's in your side for the next two to three years if he wants to be, but you don't build a team around him. This this is what we've got, and look, Man United did this plenty of times where. There's juice left in the old in the old guard. Like Real Madrid, Real Madrid are doing it too. They've obviously started. They've they've done the last two seasons has been their 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 transition in a way. And this summer will be probably the final. Imagine winning the European Cup in your transition. I know, but that's the which is the, inev- <laughs> the, the, the the great. That's what I've said for weeks. The greatest annoyance about Real Madrid is that when they're transitioning and they win league titles and European Cups, and we have to fucking scrap out in the middle of the table for Europa League places. But we. 
you can get you can keep Van Van Dyke. You could get four more seasons out of Virgil Van Dyke as a top centre half because we made this mistake with Hippier, where we actually moved him on a season too soon because it was like a worry that he was he was fading too fast. We let Gerrard go a season too soon. Carragher was probably about right, but you might have got another. Renaissance as well, didn't yeah, you? Like exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it does, you know, you look at great and it's great sporting sides as well. You even look at like basketball and look at the Bulls and and, and you know and, and that kind of stuff. They're they're great teams and it's definitely possible, but the lads who are coming through have got to be you've got to have the balance right. Because where we fucked it in the past was the the old guard who are fading don't end up a supportive thing. They end up a bit of a millstone and a bit of a hindrance and they don't want to do the work. They don't want to put the yards in anymore. And I don't think we're going to know that until the summer with someone like Virgil van Dijk because he's such a languid character. I've seen him fight a bit more. I don't think, does he Does he want to fight to make the, I put, the team I saw again? him I think take two 50-50s against City that I don't think I've ever seen him take. And that was the best yeah. two minutes of the entire yeah. game. Is that the one where we, we nearly Body give it away oh, and we just started amazing. twatting the ball at each other's feet? Yeah. It was brilliant. That was the it best we played in. And it was Virgil twice and yeah. you're like, go on! The away end went mental because of it. Yeah. And I think we actually got the ball back and we went forward and we screamed them forward. My, I think, I think what makes me feel even worse about it is Manchester City in that period yet they're still at the top but Liverpool have won one Premier League trophy in that time and for me it felt like if we never we, we might be brilliant but we might never be that Liverpool side that I think is the best side to like yeah. I've ever seen well, I, don't think City, I, don't, I don't think City will be that City side as well by the way that's, that's what gives the, me encouragement. Yeah. I don't think they're, I don't think they're going to be that. The good thing forever, either. City, you've got going for them, which is why they they drop off, even though they've not been as good this season. It's been fine. They drop off second place. Their ability, it's more. It's and Real Madrid are the same. They can team. take losses on footballers that we can't. And again, this comes all the way back to the ownership. And again, people who are upset with Liverpool's owners, and I get that. I do that's always that's the biggest limitation because Liverpool pay decent wages they pay competitive wages we've got a huge wage budget a comparative wage budget for the top for the top four of the Premier League and for world football when transfer fees need to be paid they'll, they'll, they'll pay them they're brilliant at getting value in selling players on but that's our our, our Oxlade Chamberlain and Naby Keita don't still play for Manchester City no. in that in that in that environment they just don't yeah just, then you've got, we have to get ours almost perfect yeah, that's true and and the, the, because he didn't get catered perfect. He did not again. Chamberlain, I think, was harsh because the injuries. Yeah. Thiago, perfect player, but the injury. Like all of a sudden, you got three wrong, and you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Where if City got three wrong, they'd just they'd be gone, and they'd have three more lads who have just wheeled in. You know, they got they got the striker wrong, so they're just going by Ellen Harland. Or... Carius is a good example of like what well, was getting it right. He's, he's the wrong keeper, and unfortunately, he's the wrong keeper. You know, if you'd gone bigger the summer before, you could have made, could you got a better goalie in, and then he doesn't make the mistake, and you got another European Cup in the bag. Maybe who knows? But it's addressing the issue and going out and go right. Okay, we've tried to do this on the cheap. We can't afford to do this on the cheap. Let's go and spend the money to get it right. Van Dijk was the same way. He's yeah. to fix. He's had in the end. No, we and look and, and look and I think we have been. And you mentioned the attack. I think we have been proactive in that regards. And again, I know what Diaz is not too proactive. Yeah, yeah. But Diaz is not going to come in and fix this season. 
but he is the player that he is that he's got that indomitable spirit that Sadio Mane's yeah. got. That you, that he'll drag it over the line. Crystal Palace when Darwin Nunes gets sent off, he's the one guy go fuck this. I'm not losing this game, and he's the one trying to get us trying to get the back into it. In our, the game that he gets injured in, in Arsenal, he he's dragging yeah. us into that into that game. We need more of those characters, and we we, we can certainly we can, can certainly do that again. The other thing I think Jurgen needs. Sorry, since mm-hmm. the other thing I think Jurgen needs is I think. This idea of like that small squad thing with the substitutes, I want to see him change that because I don't think that a small squad can do sixty-three games, and I think that's proof. The, the proof's in the pudding, yeah. almost, isn't it? Not without literally setting fire to the whole thing and starting again and getting a brand new squad that haven't yeah. been overworked. You, at you, all. Need, you need, and that's where the three to four signings are probably first teamers, but you need maybe three to yep. four that are going to refresh that squad as well because with the five and subs and everything else you need to be able to refresh quickly and often I'm hoping know? that like I think the Van Dyke thing's a physical thing I don't think it's a I don't think he's a lesser player and I don't think it's a mentality thing I think it's, it's and he, he said himself he played too much after the injury and he looks like a lad who's just shattered uh, confidence might be taking a hit as well I'm I'm less worried about Van Dyke, uh, but some of them Fabinho's the one I'm 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 there with Henderson, but again Henderson's thirty odd. Like he should be doing the James Milner role. He's playing every game. But it, this year, that's the big summer. Is that for Henderson, me, for example, as well, is another one where I mean, we talked about this when we were talking about Milner on Pint the other week. Is what does he want from his career now? Does he want to see a lot of diminishing returns? Because again, this is where we got. This is where we had it. We've been here before, and under under FSG, when they took over, we had too many players who were on too high a wage for where Liverpool were at. And that's where it's a really fine margin of error here for what how we get things right. Can we top up and go again? Pro- probably, most most likely. Or do we need to burn it all down and 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 start start from scratch? And that's going to be a really really painful process because if you remember, you know, people think like hating FSG is a new thing. It's not. People thought they were asset strippers and they had no way, no understanding what they were doing. But it really, in reality, they had to get rid of Gerard and they had to get rid of Kite and they had to get rid of Carragher and they had to get rid of the Mascarano go before Pepe them Reina. or after them. It was, but yeah, Pepe Reina is a good example. The lads who we were like, no, these are good, these are good players, keep them around. Yeah, but they're earning four times as much money as the, as the younger, hungrier members of the, of the squad. They're, a, they're not providing value in terms of what they're doing. And we're on that real cusp of that. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The moment, and Jordan Enders is a good example of that. What does Jordan want to do? Does he want to see a reduced role? Does he want to play multiple roles in the side and continue to be more figurehead captain and take him over James Miller role? Because if not, then that needs to be addressed because you don't what you don't want is that situation where Gerard's too embarrassed to be on the bench because he's a star and he, he doesn't like his, his, his star fading. Van Dyke might find himself in that situation, you know, and a, and, and a couple of others as well. That's the real that's a real tricky balance on that. The the issue I've got right is that there are some players now who are going to keep this summer because we've got too much to do elsewhere. Yes, yeah. but don't, like, that's but, my know, like, With all due respect, like the people could tell Jordan Henderson this summer based on his performances, and we'd all go, Jordan, amazing, thank you so much, brilliant captain, you won everything, go and go and go and fill, go and have it, go three years running around midfield in a mid table team, whatever. But we can't because we're losing Chamberlain, Cater, definitely Bobby Firmino, probably James Milner. Already, you've got four things. A centre half, Matip. Can I can I give you an analogy on this? And Chris, Chris any, anyone ever worked at the Tavern Company on Smith Down Road will know this one. But Chris and I will know that's a best. very niche yeah. set of people. But other restaurants will quite do a this. lot though. <laughs> rest, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we used to do is they'd buy a load of glass tomato ketchup bottles because they look boss and the business and it's the and Heinz ketchup. But they would then buy the plastic squeezy ones and top them up. And the problem with the top up is most of the time it's absolutely fine, it's no issue. But sometimes if it was done in the wrong order or whatever, the the old stuff at the bottom would ferment, and what you would effectively have was a tomato hand grenade. Hand grenade. <laughs> yeah, so it would ferment, and it, and what it would become explosive basically. So in trying to top up, it, it, from the outside it's fine, but every now and again, if you got it wrong, you'd open a lid on a tomato ketchup and it'd go and it, and it would fucking blow up and blow up in your face, the customer's face. Yeah, literally, <laughs> and I've had that happen to me as a customer several times in that restaurant and that's a bit like where we're at is that your, your safest bet is to literally wash the bottle out and start from scratch but it takes more time and it costs more money to do that because that every single drop of ketchup is a, is a serving on someone's on someone's plate and in this regard Liverpool you'd be foolish to get rid of all these lads what you should just do is refresh and, and, and hone around it but as we exist in that world where what if it just, just doesn't have it anymore and I mean by that like what if he just hasn't got that 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 ember, that fire in him that says go a little bit harder, push a little bit further. What if those lads have lost that? And so you go out and spend two hundred million pounds, two hundred fifty million pounds in the summer. You buy four new players, but actually, yeah, what you, what you were what you were topping up isn't good enough. They, yeah. That's an interesting analogy, perfect analogy actually. I think for what for what Liverpool have got. My big concern over like the midfield is not so much the defenders and stuff like that, but moving forwards in terms of upgrading them is. We are the most intense team at our best. And I'll be honest with you now, I don't think Jordan Henderson and Fabinho can ever be as intense as we need them in a midfield. Certainly not twice a week. Not twice a week. But that, and, and that's, look, I love them to bits. Okay. I, I think Jordan Henderson's probably been the best captain of my lifetime in terms of me being an adult. And Steve Gerrard was a much better player, but I think in terms of what Jordan Henderson brought as a captain, yeah. it could be argued that he was better. Um but I don't think he's got the intensity that Liverpool needs, and I don't see any of the others really at the moment who are. In by, any... Maybe by Chetta, just the only one. 
Potentially. Yeah, and, and that is, exists as potential. Yeah. We know what can happen between a 19-year-old and a 23-year-old midfield and anything can fucking go wrong, can't yeah, it? He's so, the only one, and that's, that's the thing. And intent, I mean, I, I don't doubt Harvey Elliott's intensity, but whether he's got the physicality for, to do the complete midfield thing that we've been looking for... Um, so I, so I listen. There is a there is a world where Jordan Henderson has a role in the squads. Does he have a role as a midfielder? If Liverpool want to compete on four fronts every single season, I think he could. It's a diminishing role. It's a diminishing. It's a very it's a home role. against X amount of team role when you've got. Other lads doing the run. Well, look like, at James Mill. He James Mill looking at the Burnaby and have a boss game at thirty-seven. And one off. And yeah, exactly. But like, you, that's my, that's your point, isn't it? Is you go from being a one game a week player to a sixty-minute game a week player to a thirty, two thirty, to maybe two thirties as you're sixty, and then you're playing a, you're playing a bit part. But you've eased out and you handed the bat on over. I think what you're kind of saying is who's who's in our leadership group? Who's stepping up? We went from a team of captains. Who could all led by example? They all led the way. They all were supportive. They all ran the ran the ran the socks off. To I look at the who's come in now, and I don't see. I I, I hate Virgil Van Dijk wearing that captain's armband. He, he, he's he's a Steven Gerrard captain for me. Who he gets he, he whinges. You know what I mean? And that's his thing. He's a brilliant footballer. You lead by being when you give your best player the captain's armband. That's a great sign that you're on the. Slides, I think, or you're not a top top level side. You need someone who can physically, who's, who's got the captain's attributes. Robbo's got them, but he's a left back, and he's another one who spends half his half his game running up and down. So I can, has he even got the energy left to shout at people when he when he needs to? Who knows? It's a he, it's a weird, yeah, another another issue. What I will say is, I am actually surprisingly excited for the summer, not just because football will finish and I will finally be happy, <laughs> um, but. I'm excited because I don't think we've had a season where I've been this excited for signings. We need to buy at least four, at least four. And if Liverpool don't do that, well, good luck for next season because yeah. it's going to be worse than this. And I think, I think Jurgen Klopp knows it. I think the and if Jurgen Klopp tells the owners, I think the owners then realise oh, we're going to have to do something here because what happens next year if we don't back the club, don't back Jurgen, and we have to get rid of Jurgen? Well, it's going to be looking bad on us, not Jurgen, because Jurgen's not had the facilities. So I'm actually excited to see what we do because I. I maybe I'm overthinking it in terms of being too optimistic. I think we go and buy five players, and I hope they're massive players because we need them. So at least that is what has got me excited. Yeah, we may be absolutely crap at football in this moment, but I'm hoping that we go and buy some of the best players Liverpool, who can take us somewhere. Liverpool can't afford to be out of the Champions League. So nope. let's say they fall out of the Champions League this season, they can't afford to not get back into it. Yeah. And so you, you know, and look, Klopp's a miracle has been a miracle worker at times. But also, we again, we he has been backed, and he's been backed by he's been allowed to keep players that or, or lesser managers would have been sold on. You know, he, he, no, the process is one of Mo Salah, Mario Firmino would have been sold three years ago if if he if he didn't have the the, the power and wasn't given the, the backing that he was required. Um, I. I yeah, look, I, I, I'm having my ups and downs on it all too, but I do genuinely think this summer they've got no choice. Whether we yeah. go in the Champions League or not, the requirements are the same. It might make it slightly more tricky because footballers' egos count for something. But we've been here before. You know, but, the whole, you don't. he doesn't want players who want to push the train. He doesn't want players who want the train in motion. He wants players who are going to push the train. I, and, we need, and we need them whether we're at the, at the top level or whether we're fighting to get to the top level. So... FSG can't afford it. In my my opinion, I might prove to be horrendously wrong, and I've said this before. I'll be out with the pitchforks if I am. But 
they've got they've got no choice. Doesn't matter what happens almost for the rest of the season. It would be loads easier if we are in the Champions League. We'd all feel loads better about it because fuck the Europa League. Ultimately, compared to the Champions League, it's crap, isn't it? But you can't if you if you if you if you let it slide, they are in deep shit and it doesn't. Nobody wins because they've got a, a, a devalued asset to play all the, all the expensive players. You know, the Mo Salah's not going to stick around. Then all of a sudden, his value and his value's lower. And you know, and it's a yeah, it's a. I like, I might be being really naive, and probably am. So fair enough. If you want to slag me off on the comment, like I don't think the manager would hang around for a team that's just tossing about because he's too good for that. He could go and win stuff anywhere he wants. Or the team, but he could have, he made, he could have, he could have jibbed off Liverpool today and be by Munich's manager the next day if he really wanted to. Yeah. I don't think that's what gives me a bit of encouragement, and I get it because he has, he's always been the one who's accepted a little bit of in the past, and I think he has facilitated a little bit. He's always been quite willing to to toe the party line a bit, but I haven't been there already, and where he is in the age of his, of his life and his career and stuff. I, if you said to Jürgen, Jürgen, you're just gonna be tossing around game for top four every year. I think he just went, you know what, go and get. Someone else, go and get like you, you, you with all respect, what Arteta, go and get someone like Arteta and we'll go again and, we'll, and take and it'll take him five years. I don't think he'd be up for that because I don't think he's going to be here that long he's, for a big, massive project. I think he'll that's what gives me hope that he will spend some dough. And again, I, I completely agree, I might be being naive because the history of FSG at the moment has been they haven't done that. But given Jürgen's comments the other day and the fact that he isn't just spewing it off and that he's in for the rebuild, that makes me think. Yeah, he's, he's had, he must have had some assurances because yeah. he said, I knew this was going to be a difficult year, that's why I stayed. And then to comments the other day, I just, I, I'm really, really, and again, I really hope I'm right. It makes me have a bit of belief that A, they're going to do something, and B, he thinks that we're not a million miles away. We're not blowing the whole thing up because we can't. That's just, it's impossible to do that. That's a, that's a rebuild. What Liverpool are going through now, this wasn't intentional. A rebuild is when what Arteta was an intentional rebuild. Get rid of Aubameyang, get rid of Ozil, get rid of him, get rid of him. Liverpool didn't do that. Liverpool just fucked up and and got it wrong. So it wasn't it wasn't like blowing them up and starting again. They just made the mistake. Arthur Mello on loan shows that he made the mistake because he realised they've made the mistake. So my hope, hope, hope is that the, the problems aren't that resolved. They're going to spend some money to fix it. They know who they need, what type of player they need, and they're going to go and get them. And I I personally believe I I think Liverpool are. It isn't just Jude Bellingham. Liverpool are Jude Bellingham and two midfielders Excellent. away from being at least second and being level on a better Man United. Liverpool with, with Jude Bellingham and two of the midfielders are better than Man United. I'm convinced of that. Can you then catch? Then can you go and catch City and make whatever Arsenal? Are? I don't know, but I don't think it's miles off. And I've got real, real belief in the fact that, given the comments the other day, and then that we're starting to hear more links and links to transfers, albeit players, I'm not completely sure about some of them. But we're starting to get the noises now of the reliable journalists. I do believe that we are in for the summer that Chloe said, where they are going to spend X amount. Right, one final comment from Chloe before we move on. We Aren't we guaranteed Champions League, not next season, but the season after anyway, with this new format? So technically... You want to come top six? Oh God, those who knows. I thought it was based off your Previous recent stuff. history in the Champions that, League. We want to be in that awesome expanded Club World Cup, don't we? That's what we want to be in. Either way, if that, if that could have came a year this, this is something I was going to say before. It never really fit into the conversation at any point. Certainly not worth interrupting anybody for. But like, there's always a fucking excuse when it comes to games that players have how many numbers of games, isn't there? Yeah. And it's like a restaurant being quiet and they always think, oh, well, it's the rain. Or, oh, yeah. it's cold tonight. People are just staying in and all this type of stuff. There's always a fucking World Cup or a Euros or a Copper or a African Cup of Nations. When, you've got a, when you're a top club, 
you should be planning for 60 games a season. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. And them not having breaks in the summer, because guess what? Top players don't really have breaks yeah. in the summer. It's actually a one in four or something where they have the break. Yeah. So stop bitching and whinging about how many games people have, have played and get players or, or get a squad that's built to have that many games. Oh, well, you've you opened a can of ways there. Because the problem we've got, and that's where that's the problem with us, and again, Maybe this comes back to it comes back to ownership ultimately because we 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 are our way we've found a way to be competitive with Manchester City without having their resources and it requires what you've got to work perfectly and to run itself into the ground over a period of time because you can't afford to chain and refresh at the same time and that's where this is where we're at in it because I, I agree and I also like Jurgen's smaller squad thing I get it. Like managing thirty players and keeping them happy must be ten times more difficult than keeping your squad all pulling in the same direction than eighteen players. But you can compete for longer with thirty players. Mm-hmm. So I get it; it might be easier, Jurgen. But like, I really need you to find a message that works for thirty players. Your car- I- yeah, where's your Carvin Phillips? You know what I mean? Like, you're with that, you know, where's your Scott Parker? Where's your Steve Sidwells? You know what I mean? These lads who are just made up for the experience of being there. You're having for a season or two, they fill a quota and they're capable of dropping in for a game or two and then you fuck them off and you get someone else and you, and then and then you, you move on. That's what we've not really been able to do because we've needed to give lads two or three seasons to make sure we've got the value for money because, yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry, go the last on, thing, the last thing. Uh, We've got Jürgen Klopp as our manager. He deserves the right to try and turn it around. He deserves the right to have investment and to try and get us back to the top. And he will have next season to do that and hopefully the, the owners back him. But most definitely the fans will back him because there's no one else I'd rather have in charge than him to, to try and turn it around. You can't play Saturday morning kick-off TV in the Europa League. Just throwing it out there. Brilliant. Um, right, so... Because um, <laughs> Adam Dal, yeah, I mean, to be fair, anyone expected us to beat Man City oh, away wait. from home in a half 12 <laughs> yeah. kickoff was fucking mental. Get me in that call. What was your score prediction, actually, on Thursday night? He said 3 1 City. Adam Dowling um, sent in a 99 uh, euro cent. Super chat, thank you so much, Adam. We've got a few more as well, which I'll just quickly go through. Sean P. Casey, good nine ninety nine. Thank you so much, Sean. Says uh, we have different opinions. To me, Klopp virtually said he's indestructible with FSG in charge, and this season is over. Big summer ahead. Too many passages in this team. Time to be ruthless. I do agree with that one, absolutely. Um, John Lee, David Blackshaw has been a member for twenty four months. Why? Surely it isn't isn't two years? The point where you stop counting in months. Anyone's got kids will know that. Um, but anyway, he says, uh, we really need a perfect summer investment in the players that will push us forward. Jürgen knows who he wants. The board has to back him. Otherwise, the long-term outcome has no golden sky, YNWA. And Elite Six with a fiver says, great show, folks. I often rely on the gargantuan good looks of our swashbuckling number 27 to improve my mood. It isn't working. This lot have ruined me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're all kind of feeling a little bit like that. Genuinely, it was the first time I went to pick me, put me down with Nunes T-shirt on this morning. I went, Whatever, <laughs> let him play well against Chelsea, and then I'll bring I'll bring it back out again. But it did have that thing. I had no like, I was not in the mood for con- consolation of oh he's playing quite well. Or is that? You know, yeah. I, I just need us to be good. I, Paul, I've had it. I, like I've got the shirts that I wear most are on the right hand sides. Like that's where the magic washing basket puts them yeah. after they've been ironed and stuff. You, you need to get a magic washing basket. It's amazing. You throw it in there two days later, ironed in your wardrobe. Fantastic. Cost a lot of money, man. As well, ironed as well, mate. You know this. Anyway, I, I, the amount of times Tiago's been, no, no, 
No. I, no, uh, cannot wear a Thiago shirt. At the I wore our Champions League uh, oh, six times we've won it. Um, just because I felt like take me back to those days, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, okay, we're going to take a very short break um, in what looks to be a, a mammoth podcast this week. Uh, and then we're going to look ahead to Chelsea on Tuesday night. Hey, it's the Bias Football Podcast. We're idiots. <laughs> 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 right, grudging respect, Chris. A little bit of a wild one this week. We're gonna give it for Danny Ings because Danny Ings has just decided to play for every team with claret and blue, like it's his colour. There was just nothing in the news this week. <laughs> yeah, I think we can all agree. Danny Ings deciding two months ago to sign for West Ham. I know you were ill for a bit, but how long was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a coma. Can't even get you, right? <laughs> Steve every, Wilson, Alan Shearer. Every single person <laughs> on the BBC on Danny You know what? That'll do. Danny Ings. Danny Ings. Green sweet, baby! Grudging respect of the week. Yeah. You know what? Actually, Chris Payne, Jack wins the grudging respect of the week. If you can get Danny Ings that win, Jesus Christ. It's the biggest story in the news has been all about footy and how much we respect every single person but no well in Danny Hey everyone, come and join us for the very first Redmen TV Liverpool quiz night live at Hotel Anfield. On Friday, May the 5th, we'll be down at Hotel Anfield for an outrageous evening of Liverpool trivia, party games, amazing prizes and incredible live music from Dave Jags of the Ragamuffins. Yes, hosted by our very own deadly duo, Mr. Chris Pajak and Mr. Paul Machen. We promise you an unforgettable Liverpool theme night. It is the perfect precursor for the weekend's match. So, if you're heading to our wonderful city for Liverpool versus Brentford, or if you're just looking somewhere to have an amazing night out with you and your mate, bring your trivia brain, bring your dancing shoes, and best of all, bring your shooting boots as well. So yeah, get your tickets now. Scan the QR code that's on the screen. If you go to ticketquarter.co.uk and just search for the Red Men TV, you can get them there as well. Or just find us on all of our social accounts and there'll be links there too. Don't delay, the tickets are going to sell out fast. There are only limited numbers as well. And best of all, if you want to get a group of your mates together, get on there. You can book tables and you'll get discount for buying as a group as well. So yeah, don't delay. Make sure you go and get them. Come and join us down at Hotel Anfield on May the 5th. It's going to be an absolute belter of a night. Make sure you're there. Go and get your tickets. It's mega. Um, yeah, come and join us. Uh, we're doing our very first live quiz night. Yeah, we've been doing quizzes for so many years on the channel. Uh, we've been having mad parties uh, for so many years out in public, and we decided to. it was a put-your-hands-together kind of situation. So uh, if you are in need, in dire need of a lift, uh, then come and party with us on Friday the 5th of May. Uh, yeah, it's not your, not your normal quiz environment, so make sure you do bring your... Uh, Bring some trabs that you're not asked about <laughs> with you, potentially. It's totally true. Yeah. And if you want a lift, I'll give you the dirty dancing lift. I don't... No one can wreck my shoes, right? Like, I will be... I'm not going to cut them up or anything like it. No, but if you stand but don't wear white tidies either. 
No, I won't. But if you rack me good shoes, I won't be happy. Like, oh, that's sad. Um, all I'm saying is, be prepared. If you just, if you're the kind of person who likes to sit and be nice and quiet and stuff, then that's fine. Uh, but we're also going to be getting people up and dancing and having a good laugh as well. So yeah, come and join us. We'll we'll make we guarantee it's a lift your spirits. Um, right, Chelsea Tuesday night, thick and fast. I'm kind of glad this is just coming around. To be perfectly honest, uh, I'm less glad Steho that uh, they've pulled the trigger on pot. Actually, hmm, okay, I've said that out loud. I haven't really thought about it. I'm scared of the new manager bounce, but also Potter had a pretty good record against us, so I'm not totally. It's not maybe the worst thing that's ever happened. Chelsea have been even more shambolic than us this season and continue to be. They've had more and less impressive false dawns than us. At least we've had like we twatted United kind of kind of false dawns. Um, Do you want a quarter final, a semi final, a Champions League mm-hmm. quarters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's wrong with you, isn't it, for them? If I'm being mm-hmm. honest with you, I don't totally agree that they've had a worse season than Liverpool. When when Ramadi beat not about the Champions League, you might feel differently. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that does happen, but... I'd be shocked. But uh, I think, right, you saying, we're going to speak about them on the next show, but from a Liverpool point of view, um, yeah, they're obviously good. Like, again, I don't... I might, this might age terribly, but, like, I don't think they're going to have a manager in place for the game. No, they've said, haven't they, that Bruno, his, his assistant from Brighton's yeah, going to be in charge. For, yeah, for a Bruno few games and stuff, so uh, my guess is that. I, again, I don't know if that... You are right, though, at the part of things, a good point. Brighton, Brighton's Potter and then Chelsea's... Stalemate City wasn't a little bit, or they beat us. So I, I do understand that it. Um, it might just be other players were done in with them, and it's something you know it might just be a, lib- a liberation at the. Oh, he keeps talking about his tactics and craft ale. Will he just fuck Honest off? To God, I am <laughs> sick of listening to Paul Weller. That's what but, <laughs> but, 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 but but the flip side is this fellow's had like one game, one day. Like you know, he, he's prepared. He, Potter was sacked last night late. This fellow's got today. And then a bit of tomorrow morning. So it's, 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 it's his assistant. It's the lad who he, Bruno. He used to play for Brighton. He was a fullback. Yeah, baldy fella. Um, another baldy represents shout. Um, but <laughs> so I don't know what, what can he do. Is he going to do much different? The players are still the same players. I mean, Angola Kante. He's just getting back to fitness just in time for his usual leg Liverpool around the pitch. <laughs> and he, he's accustomed to having cover. Just it's the same they used to. So there we sound. But the, yeah, the the issue that you've got is that you know, unlike Liverpool, <laughs> you're saying before, because what like. A lack of options, maybe a lack of legs. They've got too many, and the lads they've signed is just—it's been chaos for them. So, all it does for Liverpool is that maybe makes it a little bit more difficult to prepare. But the flips, I say, what's this guy going to do in a day? What's he rate? Other than a, a, he might give them the mental lift, GM up, that, yeah. that, send them out, and also they might have just been—they might have eaten the, Potter. The atmosphere will be better because they, yeah, them the fans could not stand Graham Potter. Um, he was a- I'm sure they love his assistant then. But yeah, but at least it's not him, and they'll probably yeah. get Nagelsmann at some point anyway. So they, they at least know it's not going to be great. Fine part. with I don't. He's the fucking emperor's new clothes of managers, Julian Nagelsmann. Surely, Does everyone like everyone's going. Oh, well, if you like to, sure you like Nagelsmann. And they didn't like Tuchel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not going to like Nagelsmann either. Uh, Who didn't like Tuchel? Chelsea. I thought their fans absolutely loved Did they? them. It's a bit of it's Chelsea. They're, they're crazy. Who knows? They love sacking managers more than yeah. they have love anything. They else. only hire them to sack them. Yeah, it's just my, my concern going back to it is like it, it, it might just give their players just a little bit more yeah. of a confidence. But like yeah. tactically, I can't see him doing much. He's not going to do much difference um, from our point of view. It's going to Stamford Bridge, which is tough, having to win. Yeah. We have to. There's no doubt about it. I mean, ultimately, top four might be gone anyway. I think doing the match before, we might need to win eight. 
maybe eight, nine wins from 11 and this team, don't, they just don't look capable of doing it. But if you need, you might, if you're going to start, this is the place to do it. Um, and the, the, the point you made before is what's on, Paul. These aren't that good. Yeah. Like, they, they are crap. They are, they are properly rubbish. Um, it's just, yeah, it's Chelsea. And again, go back to they've got players who had success against us before. We know what type of going to, it's going to be. I would be shocked if at 85 minutes tomorrow you're on the watch along and there isn't just a goal in it. It's either, you know, it's what one's one up or it's a draw because that's what every game against Chelsea has been for, for a, seemingly forever against I'll be shocked if Paul's on a watch along. <laughs> it's happening, ladies and gentlemen. Just saying, couldn't work my way out of that one. I just didn't want to go to Chelsea <laughs> so very, very badly. Did I not want what to go to Chelsea? What idiots are we Fucking me again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. I just can't go. <laughs> <laughs> you know that magic iron basket that Chris made you before? It ain't that, mate. It ain't the magic washing basket. It comes it's a certain video that they, they was doing the wrong oh, years ago. Bloody hell, yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, well done. Um, we've only lost there once in the league since 2015. So we've got a decent record at, at Stamford Bridge. When was that? What? When, when did we lose? We lost in 2018. Okay. Jadud uh, scored. It was when we were somehow ended up in a top four race that we just like never looked like we were never going to be in, and all of a sudden we was in it. Yeah. The thing is, the two sides actually, I think players wise, were going into the game in a similar boat. I think Chelsea's players are going to have to book their ideas up because they've just got a manager sacked mm-hmm. and they're playing for the futures. And I think Liverpool's players are in exactly the same boat in that they've just put in one of the worst performances of the season where everyone's questioning what they were, the effort that they were putting in and the desire. And they've got to go in there and show that they can bounce back. Like that, that's, that's an interesting one. I mean, Jürgen spoke out about it at the weekend. You know, that, that's not Jürgen Klopp. Jürgen Klopp does not want to put himself in that position where he's questioning his players and he did. And rightfully so, I, by the way. Tactically, for me, I don't know what you think, what we should, how we should be approaching it, Chloe, but I, in some regards, you've got to use City as the best preparation. I think this is one of those games where I think you play on the fact that they're going to want to come out all guns blazing and look to try and, you know, and like, look to be super energetic. The crowd's going to be on their side. And it, hopefully Man City was a bit of practice for that where, play them on the counter, you know what I mean? Do, do the same thing, but hopefully <laughs> do it a little bit better because Chelsea aren't aren't as good as Man City I think you can play into their hands if, I think there's a we've got the ability I think to to knock them out with a sucker punch more than maybe if we play into that and try and go toe to toe and because I don't think we're I don't think we're, we're actually really good enough to do that at the minute it's one of them where I'm once again asking Liverpool to do the basics but do the basics at a decent level and not the level they've been doing it with do not concede within the first five minutes of a football game it's just that simple and work your way into it I don't think we started brilliant against Man City but the longer it went on the more I thought okay yet yeah, they've had a lot of possession they've had quite a lot of chances yeah but the counter-attack it always looks like it's on and if we can get the half yard on them which you know Trent Ball to Jota did do um, then, then we we might be able to cause them some, some problems and also Chelsea's not as good as, as Man City that, that's just very clear it'll be you know good to see who they line up with because like I said that that Mudrick I mean he was 
good against us for 15 minutes and we made him look absolutely sensational and since then everyone's made him look crap um, and I hope we don't do that again because we don't have the confidence and we can do that um, and I hope we really don't I hope we're, we're solid I hope there's a reaction apparently there was a crisis meeting that happened either yesterday or whatever I hope that's really I, I hope they know that like Jürgen Klopp's not in trouble but I hope they know that if they keep performing like this then eyes will start to look at Jürgen even more Just the players are in yeah. trouble yeah, yeah they are carry on like that that's what they need to they that's what they need to recognize if i was liverpool right when they're doing the warm-ups i would blow a whistle watch the warm-ups be absolutely terrible yeah. and us concede loads of goals in the warm-up and then when that whistle goes we've hopefully got all that out the way yeah, yeah or they'll think it's the second half and oh, they'll, God, have no, no. they'll have no energy <laughs> left and they'll give up oh, then, you know we've, uh, the, before the city game the record was going out of liverpool against the top six against the good sides and stuff uh, chelsea a good side because like, you know, are we getting Liverpool who play well against the big teams? Do we be playing against the mid-table side away from home? Because if it's the latter, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to lose. Yeah. So they better. They, someone, someone needs to convince Liverpool that these are boss. These lads, yeah. you've got to be up for this one. What's really interesting about this game and about just where both teams are placed? You know, looking at the league table, we're eighth at the minute you know on match of the day too we weren't even in that top graphic you yeah. know when they were doing like the race for four. Clever that isn't it? I didn't um, watch that. We are. I mean, again, we're back into a world where we need to start reeling Brighton and Brentford in. Um, <laughs> Villa, hot on our tail. Villa, hot on our tail. But Chelsea, Chelsea are eleventh at the moment. Chelsea eleventh in the league. There's only four points. There's four points between us, and we've got a game in hand. And what what this does is, I think it it it, it finishes their season off nicely. You know what I mean? And it gives and there's a nice little potential lift for us because I don't know how everyone feels about our, about the Arsenal game on the horizon off the back of this but at Anfield I feel like we can give Arsenal a good game I don't know that we'll win but I, I, I'm generally quite confident about it being a, being a good game of football and as, very, as being very very capable but this away form has been fucking dismal and this is why going back to our chat about the, the weekend why we've put our eggs in this basket why they made substitutions because I think you kind of have to win this and that's a pressure to say to Stamford Bridge that you've got to win it but if you can win this and you can get and look, you could you could beat Arsenal at the weekend if you've taken six points from nine I think all of us would have bitten a, bitten a hand off for that at the start of this little run I'm not saying that's guaranteed oh, yeah, you're by right. any stretch we did um, a video on Plus um, where we analysed everyone's fixtures in the race for the top four and stuff and how many points historically you need to get top four and the average has sort of gone up over the 38 game season to the point where you need 70 points give or take and you might not need quite that many but I do think you probably will need 70, 71, 72 points so if you put yourself at 70 points or 71, I think Liverpool, if I, if I remember the maths, I think we could only afford to drop eight points between now and the end of the season. That now was pre-Manchester City. We've dropped three. So in my edge, you can drop five between today and the end of the season. Mm-hmm. right? And you've got Chelsea and Arsenal this week, which means you can't really afford to lose many points in those games whatsoever. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you, Liverpool aren't good enough to win all the other games. Mm-hmm. So, like that's a that's a major concern. I, I'll be honest. I'm not sure we're in the in the race for the top four no more. I think we might have already put ourselves out. But if we don't win against Chelsea, we're definitely out of it. Yeah. I think the thing I'm positive about in terms of Chelsea is hopefully Nunes will be back from the start. Um, you know, he wasn't fit enough to start from the beginning into Manchester City. Um, Diaz isn't going to start either. Yeah, Diaz is out. Yeah, he probably won't even make the the Arsenal game. Diaz, but. 
I'm excited to see Gakpo once again. He's the one that I'm looking to that I'm for. I'm looking forward to seeing again. I'd like to see what role he plays him in because if I'm starting Nunes, then Jota's being dropped because he's not going to drop salary is he off the right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I- I'd choose seeing Gakpo over Jota personally at this moment. And Gakpo's played against Chelsea already, and he was poor against yeah. Chelsea. I think he was a little bit manhandled by by Chelsea centre half last mm-hmm. time out. So it'll be interesting to see him go up against the side and a couple of players that he's actually already played against. How does he improve? Does he get better for that like I'm for me I'm pretty much rolling the dice again on the same team that started City I'd keep Jotter in because I think he's I mean like he's like our third he's our third most assist of anyone this season which is quite hilarious because everyone's kind of like focused on the fact that he hasn't scored a goal which is a bad thing by the way but I thought that was his best performance for us since certainly since coming back and I just it was his best half yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going Darwin, and 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 I, but the, I think the plan with Darwin, and we never got to do it because we basically thrown the towel in psychologically by that point of having Darwin Nunes to just run right for half an hour. I don't think is a is a bad thing. I I don't think it's worked when we've done it the other way around. I think when we've been taking Nunes off with half an hour or twenty minutes to go, we've looked loads less threatening as a team. And until Jota can do it, can do it in all environments, which hopefully they'll get back to. Um, that's my preference for it. I, I just go, go again. Because the first half, I go, go and do that first half again, but better. And then, if you've done it better, let's have a conversation about improving on the, on the second half you, as well. you say that though, would you stick with that mad 4 2 three, one formation? Or you or you just, you're going back to more conventional three? Because to be fair, Chelsea, I, I, saw it as a four, I saw it as 4 3 Mate, it was definitely 4 I mean, Salah was playing up front. Like, it was definitely, it wasn't the 4 it, 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 Javier, it was right wing, I thought. And, I think against Chelsea, you might want to convert back to a three. Again, it goes back to what their, their manager's going to do or, or their thinking on that. I think I would go Darwin to start. I think Chelsea have got a similar situation to Liverpool where they've got their, they're vulnerable wide. Um, and I think Darwin's more like Darwin's happier to hug a touchline than Jota. Jota doesn't want to be there, really. He wants to, to drift in. So I think that would be one. And like I say, it's it's very rare that Jürgen will go Saturday, Tuesday and not make more changes. It, it, I mean, it, we don't know how they are. He said, didn't he, in the press conference earlier, um, there's a couple of few knocks and a few like he always says that, but the only change I, I would maybe just make is I'd start Timakas instead of yeah. and uh, I think Robertson. I I don't think it'll be Henderson and Fabinho again. Who have you got? Exactly, Milner. Yeah, I think Milner will play. I don't know which one will uh, probably Henderson. I don't think he's going to have Henderson to go Saturday, Tuesday, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, I think, and I, again, this it goes back to the options available. He's not. This gonna, is the game though where I think we we empty the tank. Because you need to win this. I think we already did that on Saturday a little bit. <laughs> but, but, but the substitutions is Hendo go off no. or did Hendo stay on? I can't, I can't Hendo stayed it. on, didn't he? Um, that might be a clue. The, I, yeah. I think there's something in... Yeah, potentially. Yeah. But this is one of those where... I don't think you worry about the Arsenal game until you you've got to go. You've just got to go and get three points. And the right to be worried about the Arsenal exactly. game. No, but I don't, I, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm looking at back. I'm, I'm looking at is it, can, have they got it in them? We just said before they've got no legs. Yeah. Well, they've got no legs, and then you're asking them to play a, a couple of days later. It might be tough. I I think Milner will definitely start. Um, alongside, I think Fabinho and Elliot, um, and then I think and then I think Nunes comes in, and I think Costas will play. I think I wouldn't be shocked if Gomez played for Trent as well. Wow. Um, I think I think he, he there'll be a freshen up about it, not just mentally but physically in terms of. I think that he does have that in mind. And again, because whoever whoever Chelsea play left wing, one of their myriad of number ten slash wingers, he might just say to Gomez. You, you you might be better equipped to it, but it's it's a difficult one to, to really put your finger on in terms of like 
because both these sides are so inconsistent. It was a couple of weeks ago, and I got this badly wrong. I said I I wouldn't rule Chelsea out. I yeah, your it, boys Chelsea. Stay. Right, I thought I thought I thought the the it was around the Dortmund game when they'd won a couple, and it looked like things were starting to click for them. Um, it turned you know, a bit of a false dawn, obviously. So it's it's so hard to get a grasp on both these sides at the minute. Um, that's it. That's I was just looking. I really paid attention to it the weekend. Chelsea played Reese James, Koulibaly, and Cucurella as a back three. Loftus Cheek, Fernandez, Kovacic, Chilwell in the four and in the middle. Havertz, Mudrick, and Felix. Like, I mean, I know the manager will change. There might there might be something more simplistic in terms of what they're doing. Like, a shocker as well. Yeah, stinker of a game. Absolutely well, wild. They're, they're in the same boat as us. They, you know, the best defenders are thirty odd year old. He's injured. Chelsea, you know, they, they, they're, they're actually a little bit that they've they've actually got all the attackers they think they need. They probably need the centre forward. There's, there's a couple of other areas of the team that need that need boxing off, but. Okay, well, look, um, anyone else got any other wild shouts for what they might do or might do differently, particularly for this game? Win a game of football. <laughs> Win an away wild. game. Win an away Absolutely game. Absolutely wild. <laughs> Not draw nil-nil with Chelsea. Win an away game, please, lads. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's like a 4am get-back, isn't it, for me? That's incredible. Love an 8pm kick-off all the way down in the capital. Get to London for a bit. What? You get to get a nice day out in London. Watch it rain as well. <laughs> oh, Chloe. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> She's done. <laughs> send some love for Chloe is. in the comments, no, please. I just, I just need to Liverpool win and then... That'll see it you You'll get there, Chloe. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. I like Steve's. I like Steve's. Throw Joe Gomez in and Costas Timakas in. Refresh it up a little bit, to be honest with you. I, think I would never have thought of both of them. I thought Timakas would probably start this one. I wouldn't have thought of Gomez. On if the you own. think, if we're thinking that we're capable of six points out of six out of the next, you know, two games, then I think they should absolutely do that because that and that's what you. If, that I think that shows a degree of confidence of saying we're managing for two games, games a week, forty this week. If they're a little bit on, on if that if there's a bit of an air of desperation, it might be. Go with my my suggestion and just go same again, and then you mix it up for Arsenal, maybe. The Arsenal game, you're at least at home, and we will not allow you to play like you played in that second half against Manchester City, um, because you'll have to deal with the crowd on your back. And yet they've played pretty bad at home, but the comparison to away fixtures that we've and results that we've put in, um, it's second to none. So they they know they can't perform like that. So I think. You know, potentially you do make the subs, make them come back in uh, for that Arsenal game and tell them to go again and tell them to feed off the crowd. Mm-hmm. And if Arteta could try and cause a bust up again and get us even more angry, <laughs> I'd really appreciate that as well. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Um, Rabadam, member 15 months, says quiz pager. <laughs> that might be your name for the for the live event. Right, okay. Quiz pager. Quiz pager. I like that. I like it. Um, the club legends have uh, been having a little chat about a couple of things. Uh, Hardy, it's David, says pager in short is a snack. <laughs> You're the only one who thinks so. John oh. Lee, David Blackshaw, uh, also in the the club legends now saying, uh, "Just need to keep the faith. We all knew the city match goes one way or the other, but Chelsea is a game we should win." YNWA, yeah, absolutely. Um, how are you feeling? Let us know in the comments. I think the game's going to go. We'll do score predictions because it's stock content, isn't it? Stay. What do you think? One 0 Gakpo. 2-1 Liverpool. 1-0 Mo. 
2-1 Liverpool. We're fucking idiots. Honestly, I love us. We're the best, aren't we? We haven't won a game all season. Or even, what was it, six points or something? Three. Then he wins. And we're, yeah, confidence across the board. Yeah. When was the last time we won a game in the league? It's blind people. United. United. Fucking hell. Jesus. Since then, we've just not been great. It's 2-1. Is it 3 2-1 or 5-0 to us. <laughs> It's either one nil to Liverpool or it's nil nil. If I'm picking two two score lines, yeah, it's going to be. T- no, I, no, I, I think it's going right. to be a, a cagey affair. I like the idea that we've done this number of times in the past where we have a result that's underwhelmed. We try something and we're not quite right with it, and then we play the next game and we're. Brilliant. I mean, this is what happened with Real Madrid and United, isn't it? You know, we we started well, we all, and then it all fell apart, and then we went to United. Right, this is what this is what this is what was this is what was meant to happen. Um, yeah, so I uh, yeah, fuck it, five nil. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's yeah. If you want to see idiot. this level of bias transferred into us talking about the other football teams in the Premier League, then come and join us for the Bias Football Podcast. Uh, we're going to be recording that pretty much straight live uh, after this live on RedmenPlus.com. Uh, we've got a lovely little sign up code for you, new peeps, as well. If you use the you code biased. Coming. B-I-S-E-D. No. <laughs> Don't be an idiot, Chloe. That's not how biased is spelled. Oh, B-I-A-S-E-D. Um, if you join us a club captain monthly uh, payments on the payment page, if you put biased in as the code, uh, you will get it for £2 a month for three months. And you can get involved with the Biased Football Show, which was a, a belter last week, I'm assured, by just judging by how well how many people watched that you guys Smashed it in my head. Do you remember what we spoke about? Conte. Conte. So we're going to be talking about Brendan Rodgers getting the sack. We're going to be doing more on Graham Potter. uh, And we're going to be doing the other bits and pieces like the fight for Europe and more, as well as picking our bell end of the week and grudging respect of the week as well. Hope to see you over there on redmenplus.com. Other than that, if you listen to this on podcast, then give it a five-star review and we'll see you elsewhere. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.